Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Playing Monster of the Week. I'm Owen, he, him pronouns, and I am the keeper for this little adventure. Um, and I also manage our uh, Big Gay Nerds social media presence, which right now I would say is primarily on um, at Big Gay Nerds cast, one word, on Twitter. Like, we also have a Tumblr and stuff, but the Twitter is the most active site, except maybe also our Discord. But there's links to all of those in the Twitter, so there's no reason for you to not go there first. Um, there's Facebook, too, if you're on that for some reason. Yeah, I, I, I apologize. I have been consistently late in updating our Facebook page for updates, because it used to be I would just, like, like everything else, I would, like, queue up a post you know to go up when uh during peak hours and stuff but facebook has made it so that you can't just make a post and schedule it to go up later you have to go through a different interface oh no it's like it's like the it's it's like the management page or something like that it's some they made it slightly more trouble than it's worth exactly it's some arcane bs anyway um joining me is uh levi hi i'm levi uh he they uh freaking contributor to the show i play zeke in monster of the week been kicking ass mm-hmm literally um no we... well no we have been kicking it in the ass that would be <laughs> well you've been you we got a we got into some wrestler stomps last time you have yeah been... we did go to town on it i'm just saying <laughs> i meant you have been using the move kick some ass Oh, okay. I forgot it was called that. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's been a little bit. Uh, we also have Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie. She, her, they, them. And I have no idea what to say still. So. It's okay. It's all right. We have Jonix. Hi there. Jonix here. Uh, he, him, or they, them is fine. And, uh,. I guess I now count as a frequent contributor to the show. Yeah. I feel like I've been on for quite a streak here, yeah. so. And as always, you can find me on twitter.com at gojonixgo. And Snapper. Hello, I'm Snapper Carr. Uh, he, him. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SnapperDcar. Uh, and it's great to be back here playing Basil St. George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, in the last game, as hinted, uh, you managed to, uh, intercept and get in a fight with the monster, which is either a weird-looking fey or a fey-looking alien, but it seems to be affected by cold iron, so let's, for now, let's just... Let's just settle for Faye. I feel like the gimmick has probably lifted at this point. Um, I might just be allergic. <laughs> um, you have... Uh, it, it, was, it was all a bit of a scuffle, and I'm going to be frank. Um, uh, Claire and Basil should be more beat up than they are. Um, I believe that Basil is currently unharmed, and that is because I will cop to this. I was not, like, uh, I wasn't following through on the move and having, uh, the monster be able to deal harm to you when you dealt harm to it. So, 
That is my bad, but also I'm not going to retroactively beat you up. So <laughs> you're lucky this time, nerds. Right. Um, however, I believe that at least one of you is like one harm yeah. unit away from becoming unstable. So that's right. Asterian is uh, mm-hmm. is feeling a, maybe a touch bad. Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, pretty banged up, um, and, uh, Zeke is, uh, I believe not as bad. You've got, like, two harm on you, is it? Oh, shoot. Um, that sounds right. Something like that. So I got one for each time I, like, roll, kick some ass, basically? I believe so. And didn't counter it right, so yeah, two harm. Okay. Um, and, uh... Claire has two from when she actually intervened to uh, prevent Asterion, which is good because otherwise Asterion would need to like go to a hospital or something. Yeah. Boy, fighting anything is really bad, it seems like. Yes. Um, you do. Um, Asterion does actually have a first aid kit if uh, they see need to use that. Um, it's true, they are a medic. Right. Uh, but first, let's uh, address. So the fight did end not with the creature getting killed, but with it getting beaten down and you managing to shove it into the back of your sports car. Um, And then you had to leave very quickly because the cops were incoming because someone revealed that he was an armed hitman to a (laughs) civilian. Not naming any names. Right. So I saved your life. Um, no wait i didn't save your wife (laughs) (laughs) i saved i had to save my daughter's adopted daughter's life Uh (laughs) uh-huh anyway right so um i'm sorry with an angry wounded fae in your trunk the cops on your tail and um a kind of small town uh, that you've been operating in. What is your next move? Hmm. Well, we need somewhere where someone won't hear us. You know, somewhere where no one's around. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what yeah. about like a library? <laughs> Um, I was thinking more like an empty warehouse or something. <laughs> Warehouses in upstate New York? Probably we can, not. We, you, we is... can probably find like an abandoned logging factory or something. We got to find somewhere to interrogate this uh, monstrosity. I, I don't. I, I'm laughing really hard right now because I work in a library. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been I've had libraries on the brain because of all the the comics discourse on Twitter.com. Oh uh, yeah, and so I'm I I am in a, a particularly punchy mood when it comes to libraries. I think that one might have uh, miraculously missed me. So, um, <laughs> thank goodness. Um, so, uh, yeah, you might be able to find. Let's see if if you hmm. Let's see, uh. I have not been making you guys roll for things like, um, at this, so, on the table, um, 
at the start of game like this, it is normally like procedure for someone for the MC to like present a map or something like that. And uh, if there's one thing I'm not great at, it's maps. Um, so let's see. I think that there is yes, actually, um, there isn't like an abandoned like logging like a lumber factory. Um, there's actually an abandoned uh, cement factory uh, just outside of town. Um, apparently, that's mm. what used to make this place money. Oh, damn! Yeah. <laughs> Well, sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough. If it crushes, if it crushes their dreams, people are even less likely to come investigate out here. <laughs> Plus, hey, maybe we'll get lucky and there will be some bonus iron laying around. <laughs> All right, so just get some rebar for your deal there. Yeah. Um. Well, let's see. Let me just do a quick Google image search. <laughs> Okay, I just want to read off this Google search real quick. Abandoned cement, which is all I searched, then it autofilled Factory Ohio, Factory Oregon, Factory Las Vegas, Factory Penn Hills, Factory Tallahassee, and my favorite, Factory Near Me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what what we searched to find the... <laughs> you just find abandoned factories near me, and then you pull up like urban exploration videos. <laughs> oh damn! Ugh, I don't have to turn on my location for this. Some of these, <laughs> some of the results I'm getting are pretty dire. Like some of them are just like abandoned factories, and some of these look like quake levels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or if not quake, then like just. <laughs> Damn, but anyway, so yes, you um, uh, you pull up to the factory, which is sort of like um, looming up in the midst of like the pine trees, like everything else does, and like uh, the parking lot did have like a chained up gate in front of it, but at some point, like someone like busted up the gate, and no one has bothered to fix it since then. Um, and so you can, like, pull into the, uh, you can pull and drive a lot. There's obviously the big, like, you know, itself made out of cement, uh, building that this is immediately adjacent to, and there's some, you know, graffiti and crap on it. Um, and, uh, there is, meanwhile, some, like, very angry noises coming from your trunk. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) What do you do? Put the car in park. Mm-hmm. That's a good first step. <laughs> That's always important. Actually, I feel like um, the debate of what to do next, I feel like this will be most fun in character. So, let, so, so cool. what do the characters do? So what should we do next? <laughs> Uh, I, we, I mean, we have to find information f- from this thing, so. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and they bang, they bang like the back seat. We're like... going to have to negotiate with it. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Alright. I know. Okay, so, 
as far as I remember, all of these fairy guys, they have, like, courts. So this guy's definitely got a boss or, like, a noble or someone that we can talk to about uh, getting the kid back. We just... Are you suggesting that we ask its manager? Well, so if they have courts, then they have judges, right? So we can take them to a judge. No, it's it's more like, like um, oh, God, what the fuck you call them? Aristocrats, where you... Where the court is all their friends. That oh, I hate that joke. Give money and like opportunities <laughs> to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just giving myself a high five over here. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Oh, sorry. I just didn't catch it. Whatever it was. That was really a joke for Snapper more than anything oh. else. Anyway, um, so. Uh, so yeah, I think I think when we pull up, Asterion uh, um, uh, immediately like hops out and like gets gets ready to rough the the fairy up again. Um, I think they actually just have like one of the one of the the or like the ammo mm. for their weird super crossbow thing, just as like a makeshift like. Like, like stick. Okay. Oh, yeah. like a cold iron stick. Oh, give me one of those. We'll just wail on it if it gives us any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you do actually. You've got a decent little supply of ammo for it. You've got like yeah. a like. Uh, you know, I completely skipped over the scene where you got it, and I feel like it still played out all right. But I think that what happened is that you've got like a little like um like little like quadcopter or something like that that just like dropped off um a uh like a locked metal briefcase and inside it you had the um had the weapon that was all like disassembled to begin with and also like um a let's just let's just say a handful of those sure. things all lined up we I don't need to give a specific number to it but you let's just say you have a limited but not prohibitively so amount. In fact, um, if you had maybe maybe if you had gotten like a less good roll, you would have had less ammo available to you. But that makes yeah, sense. You've got like a you've got like a small quiver's worth. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, they'll 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 toss one to Zeke. It's, it's probably not very big, but mm -hmm. it's just big enough that it's, like, can be held like that. Yeah, it's better than the mace, too. That's That'll probably be bad for negotiations. <laughs> um, so, who's gonna talk to it? Yeah, what is this gonna be? Like, an investigate a mystery role? A manipulate? We can't um, really manipulate Claire, you're monsters, a magic muckety-muck. Okay, so, um... You can actually investigate a mystery by, like, examining a captive monster. That is actually an example given. Oh, um, great. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, uh, to approach this from a meta perspective, um, you can't just, like, negotiate with them the way you would a person unless you have the monstrous playbook and get that specific move. Um, ah, okay. But... Um, so we were never going to be able to bargain or anything. Not necessarily. However, you can like learn things from like studying it, and like maybe 
like, it's possible that it, like, would still give you information and, like, talk. It, you can yeah. you can talk to it, but you can't, you have no mechanical leverage, if that gotcha. makes sense. So, but if, we're, Just... if we investigate a mystery, I see one of the options is where did it go? Yes. That one seems good. We can track it back to its lair, which is probably where it's taking the kids. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Though, where did it go? Right now, the answer to that is in your trunk. Oh, right here. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Over there. Unless... Start it again. <laughs> what was it going to do is another one. That's a good point. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay, Um. so, yes, if you are armed... Um, does anyone else take any special precautions? Uh, I think actually, um, Basil's gonna, gonna do a real quick scout of the area. Okay, that sounds good. Um, that sounds like you're reading a bad situation. Sure does. Alright then, uh, do What's that. What's bad about this situation? <laughs> We're on the run from the cops, and we have a fairy in our trunk. <laughs> I mean it also sounds like a romantic situation so <laughs> uh, I got a 7 so that's hold 1 and I'm gonna ask what's the best way out okay um hmm. Good thinking. yeah um let's see so um you're currently on like a slightly disused road um, that's a little bit outside of town. Um, the best way out of the danger presented by the ferry and the cops, you can just, you can just skip town if it comes to it. Like, if you wanted to just bail on the hunt, you could, or if you want to, like, not worry about the, like, your bad reputation in town right now, um, you can, you can just leave. Um, you can just head on down that road. Um, and similarly... I'm thinking about the share some picture. Yep. You can leave. Exactly. Social thing, cops if you're fast enough. Exactly. That is, that is the exact same situation presented here. Um, and, um, you haven't seen quite how fast this fairy could fly, but, um... If you were trying to outrun it, just going like going down the road uh, in your sports car, that's definitely the best option available to you. So that is that's your out right now. Just keep on following that road and eventually you will hit another small upstate New York town. <laughs> that we can dump the ferry off in there and <laughs> it won't solve the problem, but it will change it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just dilute it slightly. So, is, who has sharp? Because that's what we need to investigate the mystery. I have See. one sharp. Ditto. Okay, so since you just made that roll, um, does Claire want to be on hand as the investigator for this? Uh, sure. Alright then. How would she go about this? Well, at, like, also, let's just establish, for right now, the trunk is still closed, so, like, how you just, we're definitely going to need to establish, like, <laughs> I'm gonna need to know when you decide to pop the lid. 
Just use it. Uh, Basil's gonna shout over to the rest of the group. Oh, when you need to open the trunk, just use the clicker. <laughs> just use it when you're ready. Claire's what? like, Dad, I know Never how mind. to open the car. The, the clicker. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Alright, alright, we're at the ready. Just, uh... Like, Zeke like, gets into, like, batting stance and gets ready to wail on the ferry over <laughs> a rebar. <laughs> As you do. Okay, yeah, I think we should definitely have our, um... Anti-fairy weaponry ready here, mm-hmm. but as soon as that's in place, Claire is going to go ahead and pop the trunk. Okay, so uh, as you pop the trunk, the fairy immediately like stands up and its wings unfold, and um, it, it it is like in, is beat up. It is um, it is uh, bleeding. Uh, like this sort of um, it, it's blood isn't red it looks more it looks like amber um and uh it is uh hissing at you and its wings have extended and it is doing that thing where it's making the weird bug music noise so first before anything else all of you are gonna have to roll cool okay how cool are we it's time to find out luckily i'm the coolest Oop, I got a four, and that's a flat four because I don't have any cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Sorry. Use this on. That's an eight for me. Wait, one of my one of the things I can do with fortune is retroactively warn someone about an attack so that it doesn't happen. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Um, you know <clears throat> what? Yes, I'm All willing right. to. Um. So. <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah. How so I would totally spend this hold to just start wailing on it with a piece of rebar. It's like as soon as it pops out, it's gonna start doing something freaky. So just don't even wait. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> that sounds fair. Okay. Then um, let's don't don't bother with the rolls. Then we are rolling back the clock. Um, <laughs> just trust my gut on this one and just wail on it with rebar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then yes. Um. <laughs> then. Um, <laughs> Then yeah, Zeke, go ahead and kick some ass. Oh boy, that's awesome. Alright. Plus <laughs> tough. Got a roll to five, plus two tough for seven. Okay. It just barely scrapes by. Yes, it does. Um, hold on one moment. Um, okay, so... Um, Oh yeah, uh, you just uh, you kick ass and are kicked in return. So yeah, we uh, just wail on each other. We both have the same idea. Yes. Um, so uh, it takes uh, one damage. It doesn't do as much damage when you're just you know hitting someone with it. But yeah. Um, and you take um. Uh, and you take uh three damage minus your armor. As it as it like it like. You know, it's got it's got the knife. Okay, so, so I've it, got one armor, so I take two damage. Right. Ooh, okay, so that puts me into unstable. Yes, because I got a total of four. So, um, what unstable means 
is um, when the injuries are unstable, you may tell the hunter they take another point of harm at any time. Uh, okay. Um, so um, I'm not going to just do that to you right now. However, you are going to take a uh, minus one to uh, rolls while you are still in this, uh, while you are still unstable. Gotcha. Um, and so, um, so basically it popped out. Zeke preemptively like bonked it. It stabbed him back. And at this point, well, I mean, what is everyone else doing? Let's see. Claire's nearby here, so she is going to attempt to use magic to, like, restrain it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So, let's see. Um, Do you still, do you have one of those iron bars or um, the horseshoe? Hey, did someone remember to get the horseshoe, or was it just left at the scene of the crime? <laughs> uh, we, we we were holding down the ferry with the horseshoe. Okay, it was, yeah. yeah, it was nailed yeah. to the trunk so or we, something. So, oh, yeah. yeah, we've got that. Okay. So, yeah, she's going to use that, too. Okay, yeah, you'll need that, and um, I think probably some arcane gestures, that sort of thing. Um, I, th- I think we've, going off of the what was already demonstrated, I think that should be all you need. Okay. The principles. I feel like I might be a little bit lenient with the magic use here, but at the same time, that's kind of what I wanted (laughs) in the first place. So I think that these rules are specifically set up so they can fit whatever tone the keeper is going for. I rolled six, and that's plus two, so eight. Okay. Um, On an eight... Okay, yeah, so you were going for the effect, um... Trap. Okay, yes, trap a specific person, minion, or monster, um, and are you trapping it in the... in in the trunk? Yeah, I guess keeping it there so it can't actually attack us. <laughs> okay, um... Okay, and you also, there is a glitch, so you get to choose if the effect is weakened, has a short duration, you take one harm, ignore armor magic... The magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or it is a problematic side effect. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Man, I don't know what to go for. (laughs) Those are some pretty high stakes. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and take the harm, because I only have two points so far, so... you go unstable when you hit floor, right? Yes. Right. Okay. I'm I'm kind of in decent shape, and some of the others here aren't, so I would rather not. Um... <laughs> I get you. Yeah. All right then. Um, I cut. Hmm. So I decided how it applies. Um. So I'm liking the precedent set by your first magic roll, where the harm manifest as like your anti-monster magic, sort of also applying to you mm-hmm. for reasons that you might not understand. Yeah. Um, and I think that like, as you hold the, like the horseshoe or the iron rod or whatever you're using as your implement here, you can feel it like burning your hand. Ooh. Um, however, the uh, fairy does um, like shrink back like into the trunk. It's sort of like, um, it's sort of like 
it's it's like crouching inside like the dimensions of the unopened trunk you know it spits out some of its like weird yellowish blood and it sounds like it is like like cussing you out in a language you do not understand oh good um so yes it is a it is trapped in your trunk and um like uh like it is like its vision is darting like back and forth between all of you and so uh what next Asterian says shut up you and and barbs it with the the or pokes it with the barbed end of the uh of the iron rod well it, it just like not enough to hurt just enough to like you know it's um, show it, show that that they have one too <laughs> so fire upon ye child of adam Oh, that's specific. My dad's name is Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Poke. So, I wonder if I should try and use magic to heal, or we should just, like, ride it out. Um, Um, I can can heal you up. I'm, I'm a medic. Oh, you've got heals? Yeah. Oh, for real? Awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, Zeke needs first aid. He was stabbed by a, a fairy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's yeah, all I'll this. Do that. <laughs> so is this just happening like while the fairy is <laughs> crouched? Yeah, time is of the essence. Uh, Zeke is very insistent that he gets first aid. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's just like ah on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's prob- not pretty. Yeah, you're gonna have to like take off your armor to do that. Um. Oh shoot. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, that sounds appropriate. Uh, the other two, are you going to uh, do the investigating mentioned? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Claire. Claire will go ahead and um, get to work. Okay. And how are you doing this? How are you um, investigating this fate? Hmm. Where are they? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, Claire is going to step up to the trunk um, just out of the trapped phase reach and she's just going to ask it. um, So, what were you planning to do with the, uh, the human girl? What have you done with her friend? Okay, then. Um, Alright, then. Uh, roll sharp. Hopefully I roll better than I have this. Uh, eight plus one. Nine. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, then. Um, you can uh, hold one to uh, ask one of the these questions. So, as a, so uh, which are you going for here? Was it, what was it going to do? Mm-hmm. All right, then. Nothing more than I was asked. A service rendered out of the kindness of my golden heart. A wish granted. Escape from this dead town. And, um, you can infer, well, uh, obviously whatever this thing's referring to, um... If it did grant a wish, you can probably infer that it, like, 
obviously was not philanthropic in its intentions. <laughs> um, given what you know about fairy intentions and the particular monkey's paw way they like to twist things, um, you uh, have to assume that it was planning to um, it was planning to abduct Linda and uh, carry her off in the in like the traditional. Uh, like fairy tale manner. Mm-hmm. Mm. Claire's just like sighs. She's like, "Why do they always have to mess with stuff?" <laughs> because it, it it seems from that answer, it seems likely that maybe one of them could have instigated it, or at least like had wanted it badly enough that mm-hmm. they drew attention. Got a, got a labyrinth situation here. <laughs> Kids these days been wailing on this muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, meanwhile, is, um, Basil doing anything, or is he, like, on standby with, like, he's, a weapon? He's standing, he's standing with, uh, with Claire, with his, his gun ready. Okay, then. Um, well, uh, while that's happening, I think it's probably an appropriate time to cut over to the first aid that's occurring. Okay, so, I was wondering. Yeah. So, yeah, so Asterion, you know, drags Zeke's body to, like, the side of the car. Like, come on, come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Zeke, Zeke's, like, got his helmet off. He's like, ah, shit. Oh, wait, you got All me. right. You have a helmet? I, I didn't. Um, oh. So, oh, I like, thought that was part of the armor, my bad. Um, it, it totally can be. I don't think we really detailed it. Um, so it's, like, one armor heavy. So um, what? So what have you been wearing, I guess? Is an important thing. So I figure he's got like a like a chainmail shirt and like a couple of gauntlets and mm. like a helmet. You know, protect the hands and vitals and head. That's that sounds appropriate. Yeah, and as said, you're probably having to like haul this off now because you have you got like a stab wound in, um, I would say like near the shoulder or something like that. So, yeah. um, and we got like up into the like armpit of the chainmail or something. Yeah, definitely that would make sense. Um so Asterion, um what's your first aid kit like and does it is it normal or does it incorporate some of the weird gadgets uh from Ooh. your organization? Oh, it's it's definitely weird gadgets. It's like um uh hmm it's <laughs> it's there's a lot of chrome, mm. but like it's basically just a series of chrome tubes that have different ends of stuff on. Like some of them look like like needles, and some of them have like weird pincers. Oh, jeez! Okay. And then there's just like bandages, like regular bandages, <laughs> just like kind of like tucked in the corner to. So it's like so there's a bit of like human comfort in there, but most of it looks <laughs> like like it's like weird gadget medic stuff. Gotcha. Okay, then. Um, and how does your medic role, how does the move work? Okay, so uh, the move is as follows. Um, let's see. Uh, you, have, you have a full first aid kit and the training to heal people. When you do first aid, roll plus cool. Nice. On a 10 plus, the patient is stabilized and healed of two harm. On a 7 to 9, choose one. Heal two harm or stabilize the injury. On a miss, you cause an extra one harm. Ooh, okay. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right don't worry i'm not gonna miss it's not a big deal aster aster I what are you doing to me <laughs> just hold still zeke does not like the look of this first aid kit it's made entirely out of like prongs and needles the koenig device needs 
complete stillness in order to work. So just <laughs> and then and then they they apply some some tube to him. Okay. <laughs> so um, that was a nine. So it's heal or stabilize. Was that? I think in this case. Uh, makes more sense to stabilize and he's yeah. unstable. Okay, that's that's um, good. Okay. Oh then. yeah, and also I'm seeing in the recovery section, uh, unstable wounds require first aid to become stable. Okay. So it is so like unstable is a checkmark thing like that you can gotcha. You know, wipe away. That makes sense. Okay, so yes, um, I imagine then that it maybe one of your um, like. I don't know exactly how all of your, like, gadgets work, but I presume it kind of boils down to, like, doing something to stop the bleeding in a drastic way. Like... Yeah, there's, like, uh, there's there's some vapor that comes off, and, <laughs> oh, it, no. like, he feels, like, heat. Oh, no. But it's, like, heat inside of, of oh, the wound. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And it's they, like, they, they, oh. they, there's a little ding. They're fucking incredible. <laughs> Y'all invented a cigarette lighter. <laughs> got one of those in the car, asshole. <laughs> um, the Koenig device is an experimental piece of tech that is, that even the military isn't using yet. You oh, should, I fucking the, wonder why. You're the seventh person in the world to, to have this used on them. Oh, you should have stopped after two. <laughs> Once and then once on the person who invented it. Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> uh, um, this is why I don't work with family. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Um, Are you guys doing okay over there? No, I got stabbed again. I've got yeah, my whiny again. baby cousin here. <laughs> so, um, uh, that problem is mitigated for now um uh, meanwhile there's a different kind of instability in our lives right um uh and so uh what are you going to do about the well your captive i i think on the meta level i think we need to if not find its find its lair at least find out what happened to the previous kid Mm -hmm. we got to be able to track it back to wherever it took the first kid well, so I don't know how we do that. I, like, so there's nothing that can do that, which means it's big magic. Okay, mm. uh, yeah, there is big magic, and so to let everyone in on this, big magic is anything that isn't covered by used magic or other stuff. However, I'm allowed to bring in much higher prices and all that. Um, however, um, I'm, I feel like it is within my rights as the Keeper to at least entice you with a different option. Oh, absolutely. Which is... Um, oh, yes? Go ahead. Okay. Um, if you let this thing go, odds are it'll try and go back to its base of operations. Yeah, I was thinking about that right before uh, we closed the trunk again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't, but that's basically... We just popped it open, like... Yeah. I had a fracas and then locked it back down. Um, Basil is actually going to close the trunk again. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, hold on for a minute. And he closes the trunk. <laughs> scratching noises. Um, and he, he, he grabs his, he grabs his buds up and gathers, gathers up, gathers up the crew. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and says, So, we need to find out where it lives and where it took the the subject of the abduction. So yeah. what I'm thinking is we let it go. But <laughs> what if we tie some yarn to its foot like <laughs> like in the myth of Theseus? That's that's not how the myth of Theseus worked. It was magic never mind. <laughs> I like your I like your thinking though. We have to track it well, back. What, I don't know what about if the, we I don't know if the yarn What if we put helped. put some put some of our hair in the yarn and that way it has our resonance so that we can follow it back with magic? I don't know. What? I don't oh. know about oh, magic. Wait, hold on. <laughs> okay, I think that would work. <laughs> so well, there you go. <laughs> If we see Terry, like, I'm a genius. No. I should learn to become a magician. No, don't please like don't Houdini. Do don't do. It. Okay, you can do that. I guess. <laughs> All right. There's but, like, yeah. uh, maybe we shouldn't give it our hair. Maybe we should take its hair. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. If we have a piece of it, we can, you know, like a voodoo doll. We can track it through its what? itself. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a thing if any of you want to do that though the thing is trapped but I'm pretty sure that reaching like, into it if we get close enough it'll still uh, yeah. go to town on us with that knife is what you're saying Yes. how, um, much, okay. how much blood has it lost in the trunk um, yeah that'd be really good too that's oh um it. I described it as bleeding so there's some of that in there Excellent. It did spit some too. Oh yeah. So let's uh, let's get it just a ways away, hide, and then like get the trunk open. <laughs> then it'll hop yes. out, look around, get confused, and immediately leave. Hopefully, and not search for us, and then try to stab us. Claire, give me the clicker. We can pop the trunk from behind this bush. <laughs> if you if you put it against your head, it goes farther. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's a thing. See, and then he 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 does the clicker a couple times, and it doesn't pop open because they're far enough away. And then he puts it against his head and and presses it and pops the trunk. I think you are right in the hell. Okay. First off, I have no idea what was going on just there, but I'm going to be generous and assume that like that bit. Um. Oh wait, is informed by some kind of real life experience. Yes, I don't know. it's a thing. <laughs> I also realized that popping the trunk, like, won't necessarily free it. Um, th- I realize there's nothing in here about, like, ending spells, but I feel like it would make sense if you, if, if there's just, like, a way to end a spell you did. That sounds appropriate to me. Man, I should have just chosen the short duration one to begin with. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. Um, but, uh, yes. Uh, so if you if y'all want to get behind some bushes and pop the trunk and terminate the spell, that sounds like something you can do. Ah, right. uh, the convenience. Zeke's going to do so with like, cement factory. Zeke's going to do so with his like real weapon, the mace, instead of the rebar. Because if this thing makes a beeline for us and just like fights us again, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be oh, ready sure. for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you you do the thing. Yep. Yes. Okay then, um, the 
uh, the trunk pops open and it is like a rocket taking off. Um, it, and you can, you like now see what Linda was talking about. It is like, um, you get the impress, like, you can sort of make out the outline of the body and the wings, but like, um, after it takes off, the wings are not like flapping so much as they are like just trailing behind the rest of the body as it, um, arcs up into the sky, like glowing green, and then like sort of just sort of like an awkward like zigzag um over the treetops and it looks like it descends into the woods but it's uh its exact direction is hard to make out so you just freed the monster what are you going to do next (laughs) gotta track it down again (laughs) okay then reassess our choices Look, we could have just, like, you know, took it out permanently, but then we wouldn't have any leads on the kid except for the forest. Now we have, like, a vague direction. Sounds... True. Yep. Uh, I think you've got sound logic. Um, and we have some blood in the back. It's fine. Exactly. So, yes, if you do go to the back, you there is some, like... Um, it is, like, if no one had told you that this was, like, fairy blood, you would think that, like, you someone had, like, filled up the back of your sports... Co- like not filled up, but like your the trunk of your sports car is now like one pretty scratched up. Um, <laughs> two, um, it's got a lot of just what looks like sap just on the bottom. It is uncomfortably sticky. Man, there were a bunch of fucking bees in here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, what's your next move? Well, we got a. I say we. If only I had like, like a creep finder. Yeah, we'll gather up some uh, of the blood in like a little container or something. We'll bring it with us. We'll, while we go to the forest, that'll be able to. Like, let me see. One of the effects is track a monster, right? Use um, magic. Oh no! Surprisingly, no. But one of them is observe another place or time. Um, hmm. I think you would still need. Hmm. I think you'd still need to know the place. Um, it is weird. The tracking does seem like it'd be a thing. This could definitely be something you would want to do if you were, say, summoning it. Um, yeah. But don't um, we don't we don't want to do. We don't want it back here. We just got rid. Of it. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Psych. <laughs> um. Let, hmm. let let me see. Um. Oh. Um. You can, uh, I think the blood will still come in handy, but, and you could work into the narrative of this, but I think you can also, like, use this for investigating a situation, if you're just, oh, like, yeah. if you're just searching for oh, yeah, where woods. did it go? Yeah. Yeah, so we can just, like, actually track it down with the roll for that. <laughs> okay, and are you doing this on foot? Are you, like, driving the car further down the road? Uh, I think I'm gonna stash the car and we'll walk, probably. Okay. You don't want to just go off-roading in your sports car? No. I think I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah. By stash the car, do you mean, like... What do you mean by that? You're currently... In, it's just cur- hide it hide it in the abandoned factory. Oh, okay. Cover it up with, like, a blue tarp or whatever. Okay. Sure. That's... Take our desk by driving it into a ravine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Um, 
Okay, so who would then it would be taking point on that investigate uh, mystery role? And if anyone wants to, they can help. But you'll just have to say how. Uh, I I have uh, plus two or plus one sharp. Does anyone? I have plus two. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Basil the Bloodhound, ready to go. All right. Yep. Um. Okay then. And uh, I can uh, also use my last uh, hold of fortune to give him a plus one. Oh yeah, go ahead. Plus one forward means. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. And okay. yeah, I assume that this maybe manifests as you consulting your little chart and like seeing what time. has happened yet, what hasn't happened yet. Exactly. So. Yeah. Okay. See. So let's do it. Oh, Whoa. Ooh, big that, numbers. That is a twelve. So um, you get to hold two, and uh, can be spent to ask me one of the following questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What is it going to do? And what's being concealed here? And so you've already expressed what you want to do first. Do you want to include uh, any... I'll, I'll bank the other one. Okay, yeah. All right, then. Um, so this thing is normally very quick and stealthy. However, you did um, physically wound it and probably wounded its pride by locking it up in a trunk. So, um, uh, as you are moving through the forest every now and then, um, you, like, spot some, like, branches that have been, um, that were, like, high up, but have been broken off, uh, seemingly not by, like, wind or whatever. It's, like, a very clean cut, almost as if an incredibly sharp blade had sliced it. And, um, you can, oh yeah, you can, you can probably see, like, drops of blood, and that sort of thing. Um, and, oh, the weird sap stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, it is um, wounded and frustrated, so that has made it sloppy. Um, and as you travel, you wind up at this uh, clearing in the wood, and uh, this clearing is dominated by this... Um, it's not a tall hill, but it is a lot steeper than one would expect. What that is um, is surprisingly steep, and there is the simple fact that no trees gr- are growing on it. Hmm. Um, and uh, this is definitely where the trail ends. You do not see any doors or anything like that, or like you know holes on the side. It's just a big old hill. Well, thankfully, I have another question banked, which is, what happened here? Okay. Yes. You have asked me a question that I did... Okay, so, as any uh, GM, I, like, create a little narrative in my head, and sometimes the players just don't witness or interact with it at all. (laughs) Um, And you have given me an opportunity to expose something that I did not think (laughs) I would have a chance to. Um, Woo! So, um, so in addition to the trail of blood and all that, indicating that this is, in fact, where the fairy went, um, you also find, um, near the base on the opposite side, um, a bunch of, uh, cigarette butts and crumpled up cans of energy drink. (laughs) And, uh, what you conclude is that what happened here, um, maybe not 
uh, tonight, but recently, is that uh, some disgruntled teens came to hang out. Hmm. So... So if I'm if I'm following here, then the there were some dis- disgruntled teens. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the teens is the one that went missing, uh, probably, uh, and it seems that they might have uh, tried to make a deal with this creature to uh, to take them to uh, take them out of this town. That sounds like some reasonable deduction. I'm not at liberty to <laughs> verify, <laughs> but uh, that yeah, certainly a possibility. Basil takes out his uh, e cigar and starts smoking it. God damn it! <laughs> um, while looking around the scene. Okay, so you you found where it went, um, but not a means of ingress. So. What do you do? Hmm. Do we climb the hill? Says Asteria. <laughs> Is it up there? Seems pretty guess, steep. Yeah, I guess we should go. Huh? All right. I guess we should go up. Yep. All right. Yeah, I guess. It's, uh, okay. <laughs> kind of like make a big, like big show of not wanting to go up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you climb the hill and you get to the top, and um, it's uh, it's still just kind of a big grassy hill. Do I see any red and blue lights flashing off in the distance? Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe not through all the trees. Um, okay. but not approaching, well, actually, that would be, re- <laughs> I, I feel like I can't give you that answer for free without read a bad situation. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll roll read a bad situation. I'll do it. Sure. Fine. Okay, 13. <laughs> oh. Um, well then, I'll just take my sweet time and ask all these really cool questions. <laughs> Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, uh, the coast seems pretty clear right now. Okay. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to the other two for right now. Okay. Now might actually be a good time to observe another time, and the time being the disappearance. Oh, shit. Because now we have the place. That makes sense. Yeah, that, Yeah. Yeah. Someone gonna use some, uh, past vision, then? I can do that, unless somebody else with weird wants to. Uh, That does seem like it would be a Zeke thing. Okay, yeah, Zeke will will help out with this. Okay, then, um, let's see. I don't know a lot of, like, lore around, like, post-cognition magic. Um... Yeah, what are we doing here? <laughs> Let's see. Um, uh, you could use... Oh, I always forget what it's called, but where you touch stuff and... Psychometry? Oh. Psych- yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Get some of those you cans. You some blood, too. That, okay. Oh, yeah, the cans. Blood. <laughs> Cigarette butts. Okay. Um, the hill itself just All this down. trash. 
Okay, so let's see. Um, it's going to take a minute, um, and you're going to need some weird materials. Namely, you're going to have to need to use, like, the teen debris left behind. <laughs> You've got a bunch of uh, cigarette butts if you, like, burn what's left of that and, like, inhale the fumes. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, man. Are fucking filters? Make, I was yeah. imagining we make, just, we like, running make a pentagram with the... <laughs> Yeah. Make a pentagram with the energy drink cans. Oh and just... Yeah, he's got he's got like a like a little crucible or something, and he like pulls the filters off, and it's like spent tobacco and like energy mm-hmm. drink remnants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so, like, you burn that, and it smells awful. But um, when Should've you like... brought some fucking frankincense or something, <laughs> they're always telling me to bring frankincense. I get it now. <laughs> When you um, breathe it in, well, for one, your vision gets kind of blurry, you know, um, <laughs> and um, as as you like blink away the tears, uh, you can <laughs> see you can see images that like weren't there before. Um, the blurriness resolves into um, so you see this uh, dark haired teen. And uh, next to them is a boy that you do not recognize, but about the same age, um, wearing a, what is probably, like, a metal band t-shirt, but you do not recognize the band, um, who is also smoking and drinking an energy drink. So the boy you don't recognize says, man, it sucks that Linda couldn't come. Her mom is just the worst. And the black-haired teen says, not just her mom, man, it's just, it feels like this whole place is holding us back. It is, like, there's no fucking money coming into this place. This is just gonna disappear and it's gonna drag us all down with it. I wish, I just wish all of us could get out of here. Then, to maybe to your surprise, um, they just keep, like, smoking and drinking and uh after a like you sort of like blink and when you blink they are already gone but when you turn and look at the hill you can see a hole opening up in the side and a glow coming from the hole and then the face of the thing that you've been hunting down uh emerging into the night and with a and with its uh, pale lips pulled back into a big toothy grin. And that's, mm. I think, where the vision... I think the vision ends with you having a violent coughing fit. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> <sighs> so did it work? Yeah, Zeke's gonna, like, pound on his chest and be like, Oh, Jesus, okay, yeah. Uh, so it looks like our fairy here is... You know, it was telling its own twisted version of the truth when Claire asked it. It, uh, I don't know. It overheard some teens wanting to get out of town and just, I guess, started snatching them up. So, if it's still, if it keeps coming back here, then maybe, maybe the kid is nearby? Should we fan out and look? That thing's still out there. Hmm. Well, you know that this is where this is 
like this is where it went like the hill is the answer to where did it go yeah oh shoot and so there's a hole in the hill right there wasn't there... there isn't one you saw but zeke saw one form oh where did i see that um I'll leave them I'll leave them there I'll be like okay we're maybe it's coming in and out around here somewhere like it's got like a fairy hole or a door or something right you can't find any sign you can't find any sign of it but uh you do you are able to pinpoint the location where you saw it happen so so do we dig (laughs) well basil still has a hold on read a bad situation and there's something relevant in there Oh, wait! Does Basil? I thought. Yeah, you only used one. I thought. Yeah, I still have two more. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. Just wanted to make Uh, sure. Yeah, there's one very relevant. Yep. Uh, What's my best way in? Okay. Um, (laughs) So, um, uh, there is like no sign of like digging or anything like that around here. Uh, Nothing like no, just like physical secret doors or whatever. Magic was used for this uh, fairy to get in and out, and it's probably your best bet, too. I think we should try some magic. <laughs> what did that voice come from? <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should try some magic on it. Well, okay. Uh, so that be the one of the effects, or just like the role? Uh, that, that, the role was just identifying the thing. I mean, like, so, for using magic, like... Oh. Um, would this be, like, one thing beyond human limitations? Um, I think this might be big magic. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, uh, I specifically set this place up with, like, some custom move functions, because oh. uh, you're encouraged to do so for, like, using places as threats. Uh-huh. And uh, one of them uh, was just, um, you can use um, act use getting in as a as a new effect for use magic so um you can do that and i'm going to say you would need weird materials and you have some fairy blood on hand that definitely works and probably some chanting this like that sounds like the sort of thing that works with like dealing with fairy magic right you gotta like ask the fairies for help or whatever Sure. Yeah. So yes, you're going to have to um, like drizzle like a circle of the fairy blood and um, do some ritual chanting in accordance with that. This seems like the kind of weird ominous thing that Claire is suited to. So yep. I will go ahead and do that. Let's see. Don't take damage this time. Oh, I got a ten. Please plus two. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, okay, 12. That is very good magic. Um, so, um, yes, I think that what happens is that um, a hole just sort of, like, opens up to um, meet the diameter of the circle that you drew, and there, which I assume, because of your intentions, it was about person-sized, mm-hmm. and uh, there is now a hole in the hill that um, opens up to um, a lit interior space. Oh. Asterion runs in okay. with their big super crossbow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think Claire's just going to jump in too because poor impulse control. 
All right. Everyone else following along? Yes. Okay. So, um, inside is not just, like, tunnels made out of dirt and all that. It is, like, um, it, it is tunnels, but they are, like, um, paved with, um, what might be like glittery granite or maybe some weird sort of marble or something like that you're in hallways now basically um and uh they are lit from above by these like just lanterns hanging from the ceiling um and it is this like big internal space it basically like in like in like modern human construction terms as something that would maybe refer to as like a complex but it hmm. seems pretty empty um so what are you going to do next well is there um so you said it's it's pretty well lit right yes uh what what's lighting it um weird little lanterns just just like huh okay yeah, just um, hanging from the ceiling I think probably the best way would be a uh, read a bad sitch, right? Okay, yeah, that sounds good. So give me that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Unless, Let's see. Um, mm-hmm. unless, does Snapper still have a hold? I do still have a hold. Oh, I, I figure you can just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I'll, I'll spend that hold on a, let's see, what's the, what's the most relevant question here? Maybe. I think, it, weirdly enough, it might just be another best way in. Would def- what would you define in as? Uh, into the place where... <laughs> like in, into Maybe, maybe like, into danger or into okay, the yeah, lair? That's, that's fair, yes. Yeah. Um, well, uh, luckily, you uh, as you are looking around, you actually manage to... Sp- it is honestly hard to spot because there like, are a lot of like little like flecks of gold on the wall and all that, but you do spot some droplets of blood. So, uh, yes, you now you have a trail picked oh, up again. All right then. Um, so, yeah, Starion's in front, just tom 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 with their big ass boots. Okay, <laughs> just following the blood trail. All right. So uh, there are a lot of like twisting halls and rooms with unclear uh, function. There's ones that appear to have, like, banquet tables set up and ones with just, like, very like weird otherworldly ornamentation. Um, but there's like, just sort of uh, nothing that, like, you're not seeing any real signs of life until you uh, round a corner to a very large room that has, like, a very big like elaborate gate uh taking up the entirety of one wall and behind it um another tunnel that is entirely unlit in this case and um you see the fairy and it is crouching over what appears to what you would have to assume is a person that is entirely cocooned in silk Ah, jeez. Oh, another killer clowns. Let's do it. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, no, I think the kid's in there. Um, and, uh, obvious, and naturally the fairy, like, like, looks up, and it just, like, 
wails at you, saying, That outrage of outrages! Violating the sanctum! And it uh, flies at you. What do y'all do? Kick some ass! Okay, I am going to say that because you don't like have a drop on it or anything at this time, um, you can't go first because your weapon is specifically tagged as slow. That's fine. Um, But who is going next? Uh, Claire is going to jinx it. And she is going to interfere with what it's trying to do. Okay. Yeah, geez, that sounds good. Uh, let's see. Uh, ooh, I got... Oh, hold on. Nine plus... Nine plus two. Okay, eleven. Okay, nice. So, that just gives you... Uh, so, does that give you, like, two hold? Because uh, I'm pretty sure yep, this is two a hold. Yeah, two hold. So, nice. I'm going okay. to... Yeah, spend one of those to interfere with it. Okay, nice. Um... I think that... Oh, and I'll also spend the other to inflict one harm on it due to an accident. Oh, okay, cool. I can tie those two yep. things together. <laughs> um, so I've said that, like, the all these hallways are sort of, like, have a lot of, like, inlaid stone and all that. Um, I think I might have said something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think... Oh, yes. Um, so as the... Um, I just realized it's not relevant to what I... Because a better one came to mind. Um, as the fairy is uh, flying at you, it's like... So it's like Shriek of Rage actually like shook the room. And um, as it flies towards you, one of the like lanterns hanging from the ceiling actually like, uh, comes loose from its chain and falls on it. So it takes uh, the harm and sort of stumbles and its charge is interrupted. So, um, yeah. And now who's next up? Um, is, uh, is that yeah, sufficient I would, for... Yeah, sure. For the slow tag? Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Like, like mm-hmm. kneeling down, uh, Asterion sets up the shot and then, like, was anticipating the jinx, so mm-hmm. it's even, like, cooler, awesome tech <laughs> yeah. stuff that's totally... Mm-hmm totally gonna look awesome and good mm-hmm. with the roll of 2d6 plus yeah. zero come on cousin Aster, get him <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great when I roll this to fire my cool gun that I got from my amazing it's fine an eight it's fine <laughs> okay oh eight. you don't add anything to it it's just <laughs> damn okay um so yes you uh do harm and receive harm in return. So, um... Alright. Okay. Um, so... Here's the good news. Um... You, uh, just ticked off, um, the last two boxes of this thing's health bar. The... Great! And that's only good news and nothing else. The bad news is <laughs> that um, uh, before you could do so, it did fling one of its like light arrows at you. So you do now take three damage. Ah, unless I see. unless someone here is going to protect you, I'll protect you. Hell yes. 
<laughs> I've <laughs> taken no damage this game so far. Yes, roll tough. <laughs> um, fucking Basil's gonna jump in the way like a trained bodyguard. Hell yes. <laughs> no! <But> also, <laughs> he, he might fail because he's not a trained bodyguard. He is an assassin and he does not have any tough. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that Esther, I'd totally be doing oh this my if God. I had already been stabbed. It's you know what? I'm gonna spend a luck point. Whatever. A second luck point? Yes. A second luck point? Okay. I'm gonna be- spend a second luck point. Because it's just, so dangerous. just to let everyone know, you, you did roll a four. <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled a four. <laughs> Alright. Alright then. Um roll that <laughs> Well, yes, uh then you do a twelve, which is um you um you protect them and um, choose one. You suffered little harm. All impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy or you hold the enemy back. Um, uh, suffer little harm seems wait. to be the only... Okay, It yes. says on a 12+, plus, both you and the character you're protecting are unharmed and out of danger? Oh, that's, that's advanced. That's though. advanced. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh. that's so, yeah you, gotta, in... you have to unlock those. Oh. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so um, you push Aster out of the way, and uh, this is kind of similar to what had happened before, I think. Mm-hmm. In the process, you only get grazed, so you take two damage. Okay. Um, and I think, so, this was all rolled at once because it was more or less happening simultaneously. So, so I'm thinking, like, Lantern Falls, the... Uh, the face stumbles. Aster lines up the shot. While Aster is lining up the shot, the fairy is summoning, like, it is like little particles of light are coalescing into an arrow in its hand. It th- is able to throw the arrow before Aster fires. Um, Aster fires, and immediately afterwards is knocked flat on their ass by <laughs> uh, Basil, who, you know, who then takes the shot sort of like on the side, you know, like you, you've been, you know, you, you were like singed on your Ooh, side. That hurts. Yeah. Ooh, um, that does not feel good. <laughs> and as you are both fall falling over, the bolt continues to fly and it connects straight in the chest of the fairy who has been making a lot of noise all this time, but when that bolt hits, its mouth just opens and there's just sort of like a... <laughs> and it like sort of... And it begins to sort of like curl forward and as it does so, like the sort of greenish light it's been emitting all this time dies and what's left is just sort of like this like... It's like the color of old paper, and it just sort of continues to curl in on itself until it is just this, like, uh, it's like already a husk that is, like, just, like, wrapped around the bolt almost. It's like a, it's like a bug shell. <laughs> exactly, yes. Okay. So, ta-da! <laughs> so, 
So we then, cut the we cut the kid. Yeah. Free. We okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Free. Yes. Then you you cut the kid open. The yes. You like. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, the the kid is in there. It's the one you saw as the black haired one. You saw in your pre post cognition. Um, they uh, seem to be asleep and looking kind of dehydrated, but you are able to get them out of there. Um, let's. Uh, you have killed the monster, so at this point, let us fast forward. So, where do you go from there? You have saved the kid. You're able to get them out of the. I I like the idea that you like. You like climb out of the hole carrying them, and like just after the hole closes up. Um, yeah. And so, uh, what is your next step? Uh, give kid the horseshoe. Tell them to put it back. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Yeah. yeah, we can't really take her back to town on account of the police. But <laughs> well, I mean, hmm, hmm. Maybe if we're quick about it. I'm... <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like much of a call. Plan. Call an ambulance, maybe. That is true. That yeah. Yeah, maybe you we could... maybe we get the kid like back to the edge of the forest, you know, out of the forest and, you know, call an ambulance. Give a tip yeah, off. Yeah, just like, yeah. just call 911 yeah. and say like, hey, we found this kid. That makes sense. Okay, cool. And then we book it. Okay, and do you just like skip town after? I think so. Right? Well, I feel bad for... No. Yeah, do we want to see what happens? Well, or... Claire, Claire does have uh, Linda's number and vice versa, ah. so... Yeah, we should probably go. Uh, yeah, later. only 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 Aster and um, Basil are wanted by the police for <laughs> showing off a gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. So, so we'll we'll lay low outside of town while you do like the closing reconnaissance. Okay. Um. Well, <laughs> if this was something we were playing out a little bit more. I would play it out a little bit more, but since it is, we're at the end of our little one shot, and also it is, it's this is already a long episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that um, what happens is that obviously, like the ambulance comes, picks Cole up, they uh, have a brief stint in the hospital. Um, they were unwounded, but um, uh, pretty damn like dazed. And I don't really know what happened. They had just, like, they had went to bed, and then everything after that has been just a weird dream to them. Um, uh, There's also definitely, like, cops looking for the the man who threatened a a local woman and has been ID'd as um a as like a known dangerous criminal um (laughs) but the two incidents uh seem unrelated um i think that um you just uh claire just get it's a text from linda saying thank you so much for bringing them back oh great and we did it no that's it (laughs) yeah no i think this is what um, it's about zeke nods yep (laughs) i think that um i think that uh like the last shot is maybe like you 
driving your van out of town and as you pass by the town hall it like sort of the camera stops and pans over to it and you see the horseshoe back in its rightful place nice good so monster of the week that was only a few days (laughs) (laughs) we've got at least four more until we encounter another one (laughs) better hunker down so thank you all very much for playing um thank you you know for running one last thing actually just before we wrap this up just for the sake of showing how the whole game works oh yes um uh i gotta give you experience so everyone who rolled a six or lower and did not choose to retcon it can take experience so i think that might just be zeke and i got one yeah zeke and uh claire when you were hit with the whammy originally oh yeah. right yeah. yeah and claire also gets one for um succumbing to her dark side that time i think i've already marked that unless oh good, this is good. an extra yeah okay yeah I, I forgot if i actually said to to do it at the time i've i've um, got two marked was that both from dark side or i think that um you know, I think I feel like there should have just been two. I don't okay. think Dark Side has okay. come up more than once. Um, then so I'm good. yeah, and then end of session experience. So I'm going to ask a question: Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. Um, yes. I definitely could have. Uh, this, you know, we're counting this as one session because, like, the four-hour block we did is the same amount, you know, that a lot of people sure. do for actual role playing. But we're a podcast. Um, do you save someone from certain death or worse? We did that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yes. Did you learn a something? Did you learn Go something ahead. new and important about the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is some pretty classic fairy bullshit. I mean, yeah, but only that that like it's it's that one's kind of a. That one's kind of a line writer there, because it's like, we found out what, like, how fairies operate, I think like, in I, a very kind of detailed way. I think that is, I think that's fair. I'm willing to accept that We one. learned that sometimes it's not aliens, it's fairies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Don't think so. Not mm, that I can think of. No. We're still feeling them all out, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, for one or two yes answers, that means each hunter marks one experience. Um, if there have been three or four, wait. Yes, mark actually, two. wait. No, that's, three, that's three or four then. So yes, uh, you were marked two experience. I apologize. All right. Okay then. Um, so yes, uh, you've all got at least two uh, minimum XP, and so once you get to five, you will be able to take an advance. All right. Um, and so yes thanks all for playing i guess we're already going a bit long and this is maybe some material for a blog but i'm just curious what does everyone think about the system i think it's cool i think it's really fun i think it's a actual interesting like contrast to the other big monster game that i was not in (laughs) which is uh monster hearts i think it's an interesting like 
kind of similar like TV contrast yeah. to Monster House. Yeah, I feel I, yeah. it is. I feel like it's a lot of roles, but it it works. Mm-hmm. Like the roles that it has work for the theme that it's going for, and I really like the way that that last scene came together. It was very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I definitely like the focusedness of the roles. Um, I have some bigger thoughts about like how it's constructed and all that and like on the g on like this keeper side of things Mm -hmm. because i think this is like blog material so please donate to our patreon but um (laughs) uh uh like monster building like it's fun but i feel like i could have had a little more guidance as a first time uh person running this um but um, I was able to just make, like, a weird kind of alien insectile fae, which I appreciated. Um, now, I know that this is probably blog material, and again, that's mm-hmm. patreon.com slash biggaynerds, but... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, I, did, I did find it interesting that read a bad situation and investigate the mystery are essentially just... They're essentially the same, like, motivation, just... Um, on two like at two different axes of the game yes that is interesting to me in my mind it's pretty similar to the way that some games have a difference between investigation and perception Mm -hmm. Hmm. um but you're definitely right um read Uh a bad situation is very much carrying over from um uh like an apocalypse world move um, yeah. Whereas investigate the mystery seems very specifically for this. And it's very yes. creature focused for the most part. Like it is about the monsters mostly. Yeah. Right. That's what that's what Tracking. makes me think investigate mystery is it's almost um it's like Apocalypse World spout lore, right? Like mm. it's like close yeah. to that. I think that might be a dungeon world. Or is that dungeon thing. world? Yeah. But yeah, Okay, dungeon world that. spout lore. Yeah. That, that, um there are parallels there, yeah. Where, yeah, it is like, it's, to me it felt, the way the, this adventure went, it eventually was, it, or it essentially was, read a bad situation is when shit has hit the fan, mm-hmm. and investigate the mystery is right before that. Right. <laughs> that sounds about right, yeah. Um, I also feel like the, um, I was worried that the fights would just boil down to, like, I kick some ass, I kick some ass, I kick some ass, but you all found ways to, like, incorporate different moves and stuff. Yeah, I think magic and, like, acting under pressure and having that sort of stuff there helps with that. Yeah. It lets you do other things. Yeah. Especially um, use magic. Yeah. Like, I was wondering, am I being too liberal with use magic? But then I remembered, like, in one of the examples they gave, a character, like, uses magic to trap a creature. And, it like, the material thing they use is just, like, some, like loose power cords that are around so <laughs> okay so, so like it can get pretty pretty loose with that it can be pretty loose i feel like some uh keepers might be a little more restrictive of that but also the people doing it were like the person from like the secret order and the like spooky so i felt like it was appropriate for these people to have easy access to magic to me mm-hmm. um Makes sense. Also, the, one of the expansions that also has, like, the increased, like, uh, lore, sorry, uh, luck factors, um, uh, that actually provides some alternative to use magic, like, other weird roles you can do if you oh, want to do okay. a, if, if you want to do a game where people don't have magic, or if, like, they have, if it's more similar to, like, psychic powers or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's neat. Um, yeah. 
And I think as sort of a closing thing, um, I feel like Monster of the Week is the most beer and pretzels tabletop RPG I've seen for Apocalypse World yet. Yeah, okay. I think it, yeah. it has that vibe to me. It's like, yeah, it's pretty low emotional stakes unless you make it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like in, on the tin, it's just, it is just like an X-Files episode. Go You're just chilling out. <laughs> So yeah. so next time, look forward to Big Gay Nerd's Beer and Pretzels uh, Monster of the Week. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I a lot of, you'll hear a lot of crunching. And, uh, <laughs> I haven't had pretzels in so long. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, thanks uh, to everyone for playing. Thanks to everyone for listening. And until then, stay Big Gay Nerdy. Patreon.com slash Big Gay Nerds. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's already... <laughs> I'm gonna More. add that in post. I'm gonna I'm gonna add and the recording. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Dave Camp, Dumpster Hime, Evelyn Nadia Dupont, Frank L, Heather Connolly. Homo Ace, Jack Toops, Charnope, John the Book Hoarder, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier.